Welcome to EU Code Week podcasts. We bring coding, computational thinking, robotics, and innovation closer to you, your community, and your school. everyone and welcome. We are your hosts Eugenia Casariego and Arjana Blaschik. We are part of the EU Code Week team that wants to support the adaptation of education in Europe to face the digital challenges of the future. And it's no secret that in this future coding will be and is actually an important skill for young students to learn if they want to be well prepared for the labor market but as well for their own professional and personal development. But it is still important to understand this from the perspective of the pupils who are actually learning coding. That's why today we're going to be speaking with a young, passionate pupil about her experiences in learning coding. Today we have invited Eventi Sharma from Luxembourg to join us on this episode to share her experiences of learning coding from a young age. Welcome, Eventi. Could you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a bit about yourself and your experience in coding so far? Sure. So, hey everyone, I'm Avanti and it's a pleasure to be here. So, I'm 15 years old and I'm the preteen technology specialist at Workshop for Me. Workshop for Me is a nonprofit organization through which I, with my other fellow coaches, help teach younger children from age 6 to 16 to become the problem solvers of the future through programming and other technological skills. And I started coding when I was around eight years old, but I always was fascinated in it, even when I was around just six. So I always saw that my mom and brother were running some sort of workshops for other children. And I saw them and I thought that's such a cool and creative thing to do. So I wanted to help them with that and do that as well. And as a child, I've always been kind of a creative, very artistic person. And I realized that coding is just another means of me being more creative and more artistic. So you have just explained uh, why you started learning coding so early. Uh, but can you tell us about the benefits that this decision will have for you later on? I think that um, I'm so lucky that I've started at such an early age, just because coding always makes me uh, think step by step one after another. And I think the benefits are huge of learning programming at a young age, but even if you're older, you can even start to learn it as well, just because the future is in tech. And the way you get tech is you have to have programmers to code what it's doing. So I think that um, coding is great, just obviously as a means of fun, just to have um, a hobby to do, but also for future job opportunities as well. So I think that coding opens up so many doors for me. I absolutely agree. Coding is not only fun, but also important for the future career of all young people today. Uh, can you tell us, Aventi, which tools and activities have helped you in learning to code? And uh, are there any that you would especially like to recommend to other young coders? So I think the two main tools which have helped me to learn to code is actually um, Scratch. So scratch.mit.edu. It's just an online software. You can go to your browser and type it out. And for me, that was actually where I made my first program. I remember it was a ballerina dancing. And what I love about Scratch is that it's very simple to use. It looks just like Lego blocks. You connect them one after another after another. And then it runs the sequence of instructions step by step. 
So that's really great to get you into the mindset of how to be a programmer, but then also you can make some really advanced and very developed projects on Scratch as well. Another tool I would recommend, and this would I would recommend for children aged 12 to 15 years old, is actually MIT App Inventor. And this is a really cool tool because it looks just like Scratch, except you can make your own applications and test them out on your phone as well. So I find um, both of these softwares really, really great for learning how to code. And I think it's a good moment to mention that, well, both the Scratch and MIT App Inventor are actually very popular, Avanti, within our community. And so in Code Week, we have a lot of resources developed and a lot of lesson plans as well developed that, to help teachers and as well as the students uh, to learn how to use both tools. Because I would definitely agree that they are really good, especially as starter points, because both are actually used, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm mistaken, Avanti, but both actually use visual programming, right? Uh, yes. So essentially, um, they're just text-based programming, but they're blocks one after another. So when you're coding, then you just see blocks, but what they actually use is a real programming language yeah. to make it work. Indeed, no, these are forever popular with our community. And actually, I think they are very, very useful. But how about school, Avanti? Before you were talking about how coding and how learning coding from an early age actually helps you develop computational thinking, this sequential way of seeing things, for example. And these, I wouldn't say mathematical, but organized ways of seeing things. And so do you think having learned coding and developed this computational thinking has helped you in school with school subjects, other than technology and math? So yes, I think that um, learning to code from a young age has definitely helped me in so many of my school subjects. Um, and as you said, not only math and science-based subjects, but also other subjects as well. Because a programmer thinks step by step, sequentially, one after another after another. And what this helps is whenever you're doing any task, for when you're problem solving or doing anything, you always have to think about what to do first, what to do next. So even something which I think a lot of people would think of the opposite is mathematics, English. When writing an essay, you still have to think about what, what point you want to say step by step by step. And I found that it's a lot easier for me to do that compared to some of my other friends who might not um, know coding or might not know how to think step by step one after another. So I think that coding has many uses, not only in technology, but also in your everyday to day life. Indeed, I would agree as well. I think one great benefit of learning coding is that it kind of teaches or trains you for failure, if I can say it like that. And so it trains you um, to debug, for example. Debugging is almost as much part of coding as it is to actually write code. And so I think it prepares you and students for to have resilience towards something not working. And also it prepares you for needing to find an alternative way around a problem, like it develops creativity in a way so that you retrace those steps that you you were just talking about before, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I would totally agree. In fact, I think that in a way um, you have to be really mentally strong because after writing um, hours of code, you know, and then just to see that you missed a semicolon somewhere can really hurt. So um, the interesting thing about coding is I think that it makes you, I think, a better person all around as well. You have to learn to accept that, you know what, sometimes you make mistakes, but if you calm down, go with a peaceful mind and just look line by line, then you'll find that what you, what, whatever mistake you made isn't, you know, your fault. Sometimes it's just a dumb mistake which happens. And I think that that is a great skill, not only in the tech industry, but in life as well, that you have to realize that sometimes you make mistakes, you know, you mess up, you fail, but 
um, I think for coders, it's especially a lot easier to recover from that just because we're so used to, you know, writing such long code. And then when we see it, then we realize that we've made a dumb mistake. Yeah, that's very well phrased. It reminds me a bit, funnily enough, of working with Microsoft Word. You know, very often we get so confused by it and even angry at the program. And at some point you need to stop and think, okay, but Word is a machine, so we need to think like a machine and speak to it in machine terms so that the commands will actually make sense for it. So it reminds me of that. And, and that's a very good way that you just put it, Avanti. Um, and we need to be, that we need to be mentally strong, as you just said. And I think it's a very good skill to develop at a young age because it prepares you for school, but as well it prepares you and helps you in your own personal development as well. So now you've been talking a little bit more about your general experience in coding. And now we want to move on and discuss more about your coding journey and your coding projects. Avanti, you've done very inspiring work speaking at several conferences such as TEDx Berlin or Wonder Woman Tech in London. And during these interventions, you talk not just about coding and the importance of coding, but also you touch the subject of very important global issues. So what relevance do you think coding and technology more in general have for achieving the sustainable development goals? And have you, for example, any specific project or workshop that you have launched recently on the topic? Yeah, so I think that coding is definitely one of the main pillars to achieve the sustainable development goals. And you're right, in my uh, presence in international conferences, I don't only talk about coding and technology, but I have a main focus on what coding and technology can achieve. And that's why my main focus is on the sustainable development goals at the moment. I think that as programmers, you have a huge reach in making a great impact on the world. So um, for some concrete examples of what I have maybe um, done in the coding and tech industry, but also helping achieving some of the sustainable development goals is, for example, um, a few years ago in 2017, I participated in hackathons with a team. And what we had to do is we had to develop an application which would be linked somehow to benefiting the world. So mine linked in with goal number five, which is gender equality. And essentially it's a safety app. It's called One Click Safety. And whenever um, a girl or a woman is walking alone and they feel a bit uncomfortable, then they can just open up this app and then they have three buttons for help. So they can click on an alarm, which will sound a very loud alarm. And the only way to stop it is entering a specific passcode. Another one is sending your location to your emergency contacts. And the final one is sending a picture from your front and back camera to your emergency contacts and to the police. Now, I think that this is just one example of how impactful a programmer can be in not only changing the world, but saving lives as well. So I think that coding has a huge, huge reach. And if you want to be a programmer, you don't necessarily have to work for a specific company just to code. You have to realize that how much of an impact you can make in people's day-to-day -day lives is also immense as well. These are really fantastic examples, uh, Avante. I think that you've uh, conveyed a very, very important message uh, with uh, uh, these examples that uh, about the impact of coding on our everyday lives. And indeed, there are so many things we can achieve with technology, 
to make our lives better. So Avanti, I wanted also to know, Abi, through your international presence, you certainly inspire a lot of people to code. And so I wonder who inspires you? Do you have a role model or a figure that has inspired you, perhaps a specific mentor or even someone that you look up to? Is there someone out there that inspires the one who inspires? Um, yeah, so I think that Um, I have such a passion for coding because thanks to my mom, actually, because I've seen my mom code from such a young age. Whenever I was, you know, being a kid walking around, I've always seen her with a laptop, you know, doing something on a screen. And I think that um, her presence just there doing it maybe subconsciously got into me. So I remember that when I was six years old, my mom had a hard drive in her computer, which she had to change. And normally you would go for, you know, your son to help you change it. But my mom said, hey, yo, can you help me change my hard drive? And I said, yeah, sure. So um, that, I think, really stuck to me. And not only coding, but with technology, I've realized that she was a very techie person just in general. And I think that thanks to her and seeing her do it, I wanted to do it as well. Um, and then as for role models, I would also consider, I think, her role model. I don't have any specific role models at the moment. I kind of just... Um, Personally, for me, the way and why the reason I do things or the reason I would attend and have my presence in international conferences is because I have just a certain value system or goals which I want to achieve. And I think that the best way to do that is inspiring young people because we are the future. So, you know, as a young person, you really have the ability to make a huge change and impact in the world. And I think a lot of the time we forget that, but you really do. You have a lot of power being young. And I think that coding is just one of those tools which can help you enable the power and impact which you can make in the world. I think it's also worth to mention that your mother is a very valued member of the CodeWeek community as a CodeWeek ambassador. And she's been with us for many years. So actually, she's not just your role, your role model. I think it's also so for many people in the community as well. She's a great supporter of the initiative. Um, but you have mentioned your goals and what you want to teach. Tell us a bit more about those. How do you see yourself as a coder, as a programmer, five years from now? How do you see these into your professional life, for example? Can you share with us and our listeners? Yeah, sure. So um, I would say that I'm closely linked right now to the Sustainable Development Goals by the UN. And um, some things which I want, some goals which are specifically very close to me are, for example, goal number five, which is gender equality. Goal number four, which is um, quality education as well. And also goal number 13, which is climate action. So I think that those three goals really link up um, closely to me right now. And I'm interested in pursuing them more. Another goal which is very important to me is goal number 16, peace, justice, and strong institutions. And I think that that might be one of the most important goals in achieving everything which um, we want to achieve in the next few years. We see that um, COP26, um, the climate conference, it just ended a couple days ago. And um, I've realized that, you know, you need strong institutions, you need all of these um, leaders to come together and to make the promises which we've made for the Sustainable Development Goals in 2013. So um, five years from now as a coder, I would just, um, I think, see myself doing basically the same thing I'm, I'm doing from now. I would love to continue my presence in international conferences. In five years, I'm going to be 20 years old, which is, I mean, I would, I think that's quite old. Wow, I can't believe that. But um, I still want to, you know, continue speaking in conferences. I want to continue coding. I want to develop my coding skills even more. And I also want to 
um, help publish, you know, applications on the things I'm talking about as well. But for me, teaching young children and, and mentoring them is one of the most important things, just because I think that as an educator, we have a huge impact in the world as well. Because raising the younger generations to go out and make the world of tomorrow is really, really a very impactful thing to do. You've mentioned now teaching and you've mentioned the sustainable development goals. And many of our listeners here um, are teachers themselves or educators. So I was wondering, Avanti, do you think the sustainable development goals are is a good teaching tool to bring these global issues closer to the classroom? I think that definitely. I, I think that the sustainable development goals are definitely a good teaching uh, tool to do this. Um, and I think that if um, we we're always trying to achieve the sustainable development goals in so many different ways, but I think one of the main ways you can do that as an educator is teach the younger generation about what the goals stand for and about what they are. A lot of people don't know this and that's okay. You know, that happens. But I think that as an educator, you have the responsibility to um, not only teach your students stuff which is common and which they should all know, but also real world issues of today. So then as a child, they're already starting to think about what they can do for their world of tomorrow. So, um, Avanti, you mentioned that you run coding workshops, especially for girls, uh, to inspire them to learn how to code. Can you tell us more about them? Yeah, sure. So um, I love running coding workshops and also girls-only workshops as well. And I think that I am a programmer, but I'm also a girl. And I think this is really interesting because it's a very male-dominated field right now. So I think that um, my job as their mentor or their coach, you could say, is that I have to show them that you can be a girl and you can code. That's totally and perfectly normal. So what I like to do is I want to really develop a close relationship with them. I always, I always want to tell them that I'm their friend and I'm just like them. That's why as a person, I want to show also my human sides while I am teaching as well. So I like, I'm a very girly person. You know, I like Pink is my favorite color, for example. Um, and I like to show that. So I want to show them that, hey, you can just, you can be completely like yourself. You don't have to change just because you're a programmer. You know, you don't have to be a certain way to fit into this box, which we often think of a, progr a programmer as. Indeed, Avanti, it's very nice. And I think why it's so valuable to have you today in this episode, it's because we want to break a bit the molds and to break the stereotypes of what a programmer looks like. And I think why what you're doing is so valuable for the community at large is because you're a young woman yourself promoting coding and promoting technology. And very often, this is not the image that we have a promote as a, of a programmer. Very often we think a programmer as a male person or a, even an older person. So thank you for your work. And I think it's really great that you're there setting an example to other young girls. And I think that's why you're such an inspiring example. And so thank you as well for joining us today. It's been really interesting and inspiring to talk to you. I would sum it up in general, our conversation. We've talked a little bit about why you got inspired to teach coding and to teach um, others to learn coding yourself. And I would also like to remind our listeners on something that we talked about. And that is that coding actually can help you and help your students to learn other subjects and not just technology. But today we also talk about how learning coding helps you develop certain set of skills, different from just coding, such as, for example, computational thinking, resilience, and very importantly, creativity. And I think this is something very important to develop. 
As well, we talk today about how it's important to teach coding in context and in a context that is associated to several global issues of today. And so, for example, we touch upon the topic of the sustainable development goals and we talk about how um, these are very important tools to teach coding in a context. And last but not least, and I think very importantly so, we talk about representation and more specifically representation in the world of coding. So these are a bit my main takeaways. But Ariana, what are your take-home messages? I would say that uh, coding can help us in so many different ways. And uh, by learning how co uh, to code, we actually make a big impact on our everyday lives. Uh, Aventi, would you like to add something uh, to this summary? Yep. So I would just like to say that as an educator, you have a huge reach because you are the ones who are educating the minds of today who will take forward the minds of tomorrow. So know that you have a huge reach and definitely um, involve your students in learning real world and global issues right now. We mentioned the sustainable development goals and we said that that's a great way to teach children about real world issues of today. So I would say that you have a huge reach and definitely use that. Thank you for such an inspiring message, Avanti. Well, and thank you as well for joining us today, Avanti. It's been great to have you. And you listeners, I hope you got some ideas into the importance and the relevance of starting to learn coding from a young age. So I hope it has inspired you to go out there and to find resources to learn coding. Yep, thank you so much for inviting me. This was really um, a fun thing to do as well. And don't forget that in our website, um, codeweek.eu, you're going to find... a very big right, repository of resources that will help you not just to learn coding, but as well to teach coding. And these resources apply to many different levels of expertise. So you're going to find there the resource to help you start your coding journey, but as well the resource that will help you continue your coding journey and that will be adapted to the subject to teach or to the subject you're studying or to your age level or to the age level of your people. So I encourage you to go to codeweek.eu where you'll find this repository of resources as well as what we like to call learning bit, which are short training modules where you're going to find lesson plans on the tools that Avanti has mentioned today, such as, for example, MIT Appy Mentor or Scratch. And so have a look. See you next time for a new episode of our Code Week podcast with some interesting facts on coding and digital technologies in education. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>